Hey guys, we're coming to you live from rainy New York City. Today we are going to be drinking some Long Island iced teas because we've had a long day. Joining me is the fabulous Letitia Gordon. You can see Hi. her in you can see her in our new short film Silent No More. Hi, how you guys doing? I am Tisha Gordon and I am going to be joining Ed on this segment. Well, Ed and you guys on this segment where we talk some shit. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, we've already had a couple Long Island ICs at this point because long shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but we just seen that Rosie O'Donnell is selling anti-Trump art. And um, basically she's going to be donating the proceeds, I believe, um, to some charity. Y'all already know how I feel about some Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get rid of 45. That should be the new logo. No more. Four or five. <laughs> um, as you can see, Letitia agrees with me. Uh, but the question that... Uh, the question that a lot of people are raising uh, is... Should Rosie be allowed to profit um, from someone else's image? Absolutely. Why are we even giving Trump an image or giving him any type of credit when he's a straight up douchebag? Um, sorry if that's a strong <laughs> word for many, but there's no other word to call him. He deserves to be somewhere where it's very, very smelly and not so great. <laughs> um, you know, when you're a public figure, uh, you lose all right to privacy. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Someone could be digging in my background right now and let me tell you. All you have to do is ask me. I'm going to tell you the truth about who I am. Absolutely. Um, and Trump ran for the highest office in the land. He has to be prepared for people to hate on him. I know he thinks that he's like the most beloved figure ever, but worst president ever, according to scholars. And according to me. <laughs> um, so, you know, the fact that Rosie is doing this and it's not like she's personally profiting from it. She's going to be donating the proceeds to um, charities. Um, you know, I, some of you hate Rosie for whatever reason. I personally love her. I think she's wonderful. Um, but how can you be mad at someone for wanting to help other people? I agree. And I also think all the hate that we have, we should really just take it all in and direct it at where it needs to be. It needs to be at someone who is a racist, one, um, completely for gun control. Um, no, I'm sorry, completely for gun not being controlled and guns being in teachers' hands to protect them from little, little kids who have access to their parents' guns who don't really know what the hell they're doing, don't know two plus two because there's no fucking textbooks in their room. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's where our hate should be directed. Our hate should not be directed towards one another. We should all come together and try and get fucking 45 out, get Pence out, get Congress out, and have more shit out there in the world that's more uplifting like and if this is the thing that we're doing nominating celebrities to run our fucking country i'm all for oprah 2020 <laughs> and bringing that we're going to talk about our short film silent no more um it'll be available on youtube pretty soon um me and Letitia hatched the idea together yes you did and she gives just a lovely wonderful very very dramatic performance what made you decide that that was the right concept um so when the concept was brought to me i just felt like it was something that 
will be more powerful coming from a woman of color. So pretty much the whole thing was that um, black culture and African culture was pretty much silenced. So we took the film um, somewhere where we felt like that type of history and culture was captivated um, and was, I'm sorry, held captive. So we took it there, we did it, you know, um, silent and we did it with women, me, myself. Um, and we just pretty much tried to portray, you know, the silence that's been going on. Like we've been silenced for too long and we just need to open it up. And I thought it would be just powerful um, coming from a woman because women predominantly has been silenced over the years, especially women of color. So that's the thing behind it. And I just wanted to make it, you know, in the more dramatic sense because fuck, as a colored woman, my life is pretty dramatic, guys. And you, when you see the film, you'll understand the title. You'll understand um, the power behind it all. Um, Leticia, thank you for joining us tonight. Of course. And Thanks for I, having me. Of course. Um, we'll have much more with Leticia later on. She is off to film her next movie. And I am off to get me another Long Island iced tea. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Monday night, I'm back um, for my week in making my short film with Letitia Gordon, who you heard in the first segment of the show. Um, and tonight, I will be drinking Dr. Pepper and vodka. Not quite sure why that combination, but you know, it kind of works. So let's get straight into this and talk about the women of Melrose Place, specifically Heather Locklear and Jamie Lunar. Um, I have lots of thoughts about Heather's um, recent legal troubles. Uh, in case you don't know, she was arrested for allegedly beating her boyfriend and then assaulting a cop. Now, as I said with Lynn, whatever, from Real Housewives, like, don't hit cops. Don't hit cops. Like, I mean, you shouldn't hit anyone, but specifically, do not hit cops because nothing good ever comes of that. Um... Heather, Heather's life has been a mess for a while now. Um, her career is in a downward trajectory, and I think that bothers her. Um, and after the Denise Richards, uh, Renchita Sambora uh, love triangle, I think that I think that was really bad for her. Um, you know, I'm not expressing sympathy for someone who beats their partner or a cop, but you know, it's not been easy the last uh, few days for the erstwhile Amanda Woodward. Um, with, with Heather, um, she's talented, but she needs to stay away from the plastic surgeon. She's just naturally gorgeous, and she doesn't need help, um, changing her looks in order to get work. Or she shouldn't, anyways. She's a great actress. She saved Melrose Place from being canceled. Um, she saved Spin City from being canceled. So she has way more than enough um, credits to her name that she should be able to go and do anything that she wants to do. I'm sure there's going to be some mind item reveals about this. Um, And as I can put the story together, I will bring you more on that. Now let's talk about Jamie Lunar. Um, She played Lexi on Melrose Place. Um, I believe she also took over... um, And she was on The Profiler, um, which was an NBC show, after her stint 
in um, Melrose Place. Um, and for those of you who really love soap operas, she was on Savannah, uh, which was an Aaron Spelling um, produced soap opera for the WB. So a 30-year-old male, or 30-something-year-old male, went to the police and filed a sexual misconduct report on Jamie Luna, saying that when he was 16, she was orally servicing him. Um, I don't understand these people who apparently get turned on by 16-year-old boys. Um, um, Kevin Spacey, Jamie Luna, I don't understand what it is about them that gets their hormones racing. Um, if someone can tell me, please do. Um, Jamie, at, at press time, Jamie hadn't responded um, as of yet uh, to these allegations, and it's unlikely that any charges would be filed against her because uh, the statute of limitations is up in Los Angeles. Um, but really, in, in as far as her career, Jamie Luna doesn't really do anything. Um, maybe some Lifetime movies, um, which I hope they keep the teens away from her if that's the case. Um, really, like I don't understand the appeal of of these people going after sixteen year olds. I mean, even if even if there was no penetration um, with Kevin Spacey and or Jamie Lunar, why would you want to touch someone who can't vote, who can't drink, who is emotionally um, stunted? Uh, not maybe not stunted, but you, they're not emotionally mature. Um, it doesn't make very much sense to me. Uh, I, I'm not a psychologist; I'm a writer and podcaster, so maybe that's why. Or, you know, maybe my parents just gave me some morals and that could be why. Um, I really don't know. Uh, I wish I, I had the answer. Uh, I'm going to be right... Oh, wait, breaking news. Heather Locklear's boyfriend was pulled over for DUI hours after uh, she was arrested for beating him, allegedly. So this is quite the um, turn in this story. I, I don't know, maybe alcohol fueled a, uh, an argument between them or something. Um, I will keep on top of this and bring you any updates that I can. I will, um, I need another drink after this, so I will be right back. And I'm back, guys. It's really funny that um, I mentioned Jamie Lunar and her little Me Too moment, because we also need to talk about the Weinstein Company. Um, I believe last week we talked about um, Eric Schneiderman, the Attorney General for New York, filing a lawsuit to stop the sale of the company to um, a, to a, a, a consortium that would have been female-led. Um, they would have kept the staff working. Uh, they would have revived some of the projects um, that were in the queue to be ready to, and ready to be produced. Um, but he just felt like the victims fund that um, needed to be set up wasn't large enough and that um, the major parties involved were just not uh, listening to him. 
So he filed a civil lawsuit to stop the sale. Uh, and they had a meeting. It was um, supposedly productive. And everything seemed to be moving forward until suddenly the consortium uh, decided that they no longer wanted to allegedly buy, or allegedly they didn't want to buy um, Weinstein Company anymore. The board didn't say anything other than um, they felt like this was their only option and they're heading into bankruptcy. I don't know um, much more than that. The, the specifics are definitely um, are, are very limited right now. Eric Snyderman said he's very disappointed and, and how this shaked out shook out, excuse me, um, really, if they go into bankruptcy, all that's going to happen, um, the creditors are only going to get pennies on the dollar that are owed to them, um, the victims will get next to nothing, the victims of, um, Harvey Weinstein's sexual harassment, that is, um, and the employees are going to be out of a job, that's 150 people out of work, um, now most of them will, I, I'm positive that they will land somewhere and everything will be fine. Um, but let's face it, no one wants to be out of a job. And it's really no good that they're going to have to be because of one man's mistake. Uh, and, and you know, it's not even a mistake. Harvey Weinstein abused his power in the worst possible way. And now everyone else is going to have to pay for what he did. And that's just unacceptable. But of course, that's that's just the way it is. And um, I don't know, like... There's so much to be said about Me Too. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today about it. Um, The women need to be believed. um, Because they're the ones who suffered at the hands of these monsters. These men who abused their power. Um, But on the other hand, you know, someone like James Franco is going to walk out of this unscathed. Um, some people might look at him and be like, oh, you're a douchebag. But they were probably already thinking that, to be honest with you. Um, it seems like, especially in the James, uh, in the case of James Franco, um, you either love him or you hate him. You either defend him or you don't. There is no in-between here. Um, and his career is not going to take a beating. That much I can promise you. Um, but someone like Kevin Spacey, I, Kevin Spacey could probably make it come back in a few years. Um, assuming he does things to win back the public's affection. Harvey Weinstein and um, Bob Weinstein, their careers need to be over. Even if Bob didn't physically attack these women or... Um, anything like that, he is culpable and complicit in in allowing his brother to do this. So I don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for the employees that are going to be laid off if this goes to bankruptcy. 
Um, and I feel bad for the victims who won't be compensated fairly unless they go after um, Weinstein himself. Um, and, you know, those people who are are going to buy the library, they're just going to pick it and um, get every last dime out of it. And you, I can't be bad at them because that's what you do in business. You, you have an asset and you ring up for everything it's worth. This segment has made me need another drink, so I will be right back. All right, I have my drink, and let's move on. So let's talk about Kevin Smith. Um, This is going to be a little bit longer of a segment. For those of you who don't like that, you can skip right over. Um, But this is a really serious topic. Kevin Smith had um, a heart attack last night. They called it the Widowmaker. Uh, his arter- one of his arteries was 100% clogged, um, and he could have died. Um, thankfully, he was doing a, a set um, called Kevin Smith Live. Um, he did the, the show at 6 o'clock. Afterwards, he wasn't feeling so great, so he ended up going to the hospital. And this is when they discovered uh, what was going on. <clears throat> um, and so he, uh, I'm guessing he underwent some sort of surgery... And um, when he woke up, he took to Instagram and announced what had happened. Um, this is just where I want to say, even if it's not Heart Healthy Month or whatever it's called, please, 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 um, if you're feeling funny, go to the doctor, go to the hospital. Um, heart attacks kill millions of people every year, and we need to be a lot uh, a lot smarter about it. Um, Kevin was making jokes, um, but he got really serious. He said he, death used to be his biggest fear. Uh, he's feeling better about it now. Um, uh, he he said that he's going to... Uh, he's very glad that he didn't die, um, but he's he's really at peace for when he does eventually kick the bucket. Um, and he's talking about changing his lifestyle, which is very, very important if, um, even if it, even if you're not feeling funny, um, but it's very important to eat healthy and exercise and all of that good stuff. Um, even I exercise and those of you who know me know I, I hate exercise. I don't, you know, I'm not going to run 10 miles. I'm not going to, um, lift weights or anything like that, but I, um, walk at least two to three miles every day, um, living in Manhattan, that's very, very easy, um, I don't eat right, because, well, the healthy food just tastes gross to me, and I want to actually eat, um, but I eat less of what I used to eat, um, and there are times when, instead of having a nice, thick, juicy cheeseburger, I'll opt for a salad or uh, a wrap instead. Um, and as far as alcohol, that's supposed to help your arteries. I swear, I read that somewhere. It could have been in one of the journals I wrote. Um, uh, but really, the, the doctors say a glass of wine a day doesn't hurt you. I don't prefer wine, so I substitute wine for vodka. It's kind of the same thing, right? You know, grapes, potatoes... Um, 
Again, if you're feeling ill, if if something is bothering you, if you're feeling funny, go to the doctor. That there's um there's just nothing worse than finding out that your loved one could have been saved if they had gone to the doctor, if they had tried to um if they had just listened to a doctor. And those words are going to come back and bite me on my butt later. Um, especially when the bestie listens to this, he's going to, like, make it and make it my ringtone on his phone. Um, so we just won't tell him. <laughs> um, uh, Kevin is recuperating now, I'm guessing. Um, he's going to be off the... Um, he's not going to be making any movies or... Um, touring anytime soon because the heart attack was really that serious uh but the good news is he's alive uh he can bless us with his comic movie some more um you know in the last jay and bob movie we got to see silent bob's penis so maybe we can see some more silent bob penis that would be great (laughs) um the actor who plays him i can't think of his name right now but he's just gorgeous he could cut his hair um i'd be okay with that but just the rest is just like, oh my goodness, yes, please. And they say having sex at least once or twice a week is good for your heart. Just some food for thought. I'm going to come back with another segment about Kevin Smith. Okay, we're back. We have more uh, Dr. Pepper and vodka. And we are going to talk about Kevin Smith some more. Um, I'm done with the preachy, get healthy stuff. Um, we're going to talk about some actual gossip here. So, um, Kevin, like I said, Kevin Smith Instagrammed his heart condition. Um, and it was followed by just a bunch of, uh, well wishes from celebrities and fans alike. One of those people happens to be Chris Pratt. Um, Chris is involved in this really melodramatic divorce with Anna Ferris. And he's kind of I didn't realize this but he's losing his good guy image and I I I I have theories as to why which is not appropriate for the segment so we'll talk about that later um as soon as I can get one of those stories confirmed um but for now he he sent a Twitter message to um Kevin and was just utterly attacked for it. And it, he says, you know, we don't know one another. We've never worked together. But I'm a huge fan of yours. You know, I, I'm praying for you and hoping that you heal. And Twitter users just, like, attacked the man. Saying, you know, this praying doesn't do anything. It's an empty gesture. Blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. Like, when... In the case of the school shooting a couple weeks ago, thoughts and prayers are nice, but they are not a replacement for actual reform. And and that's what people are ticked off about. Um, and I get it. We need to we need to have some sort of um, reform. I don't know what it is. I'm not. Um, I'm not up enough on gun control to be able to make an informed, um, theory on that. However, 
saying that you're praying for somebody who is going through a health crisis, that person is getting help. He's the reform is there. His doctors are working tirelessly um, to make sure that he gets healthy. Um, it, it's wonderful to. It, it it's wonderful to um, have these beliefs, and I completely understand them. However, you have to kind of choose your spots with it. Yelling at someone for praying, um, yelling at someone for praying for uh, someone who is going through a, a medical crisis, it, it's not going to do any good because there's nothing that needs to be reformed per se. The doctor is there. The doctor is working tirelessly to make sure um, that the patient lives and is okay. No doctor wants to lose a patient. Um, And James Gunn, who directed both Guardians of the Galaxy movies, kind of chimed in with that same thought, like, hey guys, like, let's not confuse praying for someone um, during a health crisis with... Um, uh, with a gun control issue. They're not the same thing. And I applaud him for standing up for, for his buddy. Um, you know, they've worked together through two Guardian of the Galaxy movies. They have to be, um, maybe not best friends, but they have to be, to get along at least somewhat. Otherwise, one of them would not have returned to, the, to that franchise. <coughs> well, there goes that podcast. I was hoping that this one would be cough-free, but that was not to be. Um, so yes, um, we hope that Kevin Smith gets well very soon. He is a very talented filmmaker. Um, he makes us laugh. Uh, and yes, it is okay to pray for people. Um, it's also okay to send thoughts and and good good thoughts and good vibes to people. What's not okay is, is yelling at someone trying to do that. Chris wasn't being a, a douchebag. He wasn't being nasty about it. He was being a decent person and saying, hey, glad you're alive. Hope you get better soon. And I hope that really clears things up. I'm going to get me some more drink and I will be right back. All right. So we talked about Silent Bob's penis um, showing up in the last, um, Jay and Silent Bob movie, or the last movie that they were in. Now we're going to talk about someone else and having their nudes leaked. Uh, Safari, Safari Samuels, who is the ex-boyfriend of Nicki Minaj and, um, on Love and Hip Hop, um, from one of those cities. Again, I don't watch reality shows, so forgive me. Um, but allegedly he had his, um, his uh, naked pictures leaked. Uh, and actually, it's not even naked pictures. It is a video of his penis. Um, I've only seen one video of it, and it, it's just literally the torso down, and you only see half the penis. So either it's really big, or someone filmed that purposely like that to make it seem bigger. I don't know which one is the case. Um, but here... <laughs> Here's the incredible twist. He hasn't made any comments about this yet, but Nicki Minaj has. And she says 
that she thinks he leaked it himself. Um, and what is it with these people leaking their own stuff? Like, there was a theory that, um, oh goodness, uh, Black China leaked her own sex video. Which, okay, we, we when we talked about it, even then I said, you know, like the rumor was either Black China did it herself or um, one of the Kardashians did it. With this one... Like, with with Black China's, why would she leak that damn thing herself? I mean, I don't, I still don't think that the Kardashians did it because, um, if it comes out, they have way too much to lose. But why in the world would Black China do that? Because that did not make her come out looking like the sex siren she thinks she is. She looked more like, um, someone who didn't know what she was doing. Um, in the little bit of the video that I've seen of, um, Safari, uh, he comes out looking really good, so I can kind of see where he would want people to think that this is him, and he would want people to see this, um, so it, it's kind of an interesting dichotomy, like, how do you go from one to the other, you know, and if this is indeed his... Uh, my hat's off to his girlfriend. Um, because, damn. <laughs> but it also makes me wonder, like, um, and, and this is something that I think I've explored, maybe not on this podcast, but definitely in, in various writings. It used to be, like, stars were very classy and very, you know, seeing them naked was mind-blowing because it never happened even in films um most of the time it would be like a body double or um it wasn't them but in today's era it it not only is it definitely them but they're reveling in it they want you to see you naked um the justin um beamer dick pics he allegedly set up both um, paparazzi shoots because he wanted people to catch him naked. And if you notice, like, yes, in the second set, definitely you, you catch the girlfriend naked. But in the first set, you don't really see the girlfriend naked at all. Um, and so the reason why I'm bringing this all up is because... Um, Safari Samuels knows he's not a real star. Um, I, I'm sorry, reality stars, I can't think of one of them. I, and I, the argument's going to be Kardashians, which is fair. But they're not real stars. They're people who happen to make their living on camera. And, but real celebrity is classy. And um, think like... Um, Emma Stone or um, if you want to go older like Elizabeth Taylor people would have freaked out if you would have seen Elizabeth Taylor's tatas Um, you know uh, when Orlando Bloom was caught naked with Katy Perry um, no one believes that he set that up because we're all pretty sure he didn't But what we are sure of is that he knew that the paparazzi were following him. And uh, um, he just happens to, like, be naked. 
which there ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, um, lots of people like to be naked. I'm going to get another drink, and we're going to come back with our final segment of the evening. Okay, so we're back, and we're going to do a blind item reveal. Uh, this one comes from our friends over at crazydaysandnights.net. Um, and NT Lawyer, the, the um, pseudonym of the writer of the um, site, is wonderful. He's a friend of mine on Facebook. Um, definitely check out the site. Um, it, the site has had a lot of controversy in the past. Um, some people labeled it a liar. Um, but honestly, and I hate to be this person, but uh, everyone who says it's a liar they have been proven wrong time and again. So um, definitely, it's worth a it's worth checking out, especially if you love reading blind items. Um, that's almost all they post over there, um, that and blind item reveals. Um, so this one, um, this blind item that we're going to talk about was about an Ayla singer, uh, who was turned on by a lot of guys, a lot of younger guys, um, and she got really sad and then tried to do something to make herself feel younger, which was take a, um, topless picture of herself. Um... And he just revealed that to be Madonna. Um, and it's really sad, like... I was watching the new Will and Grace, um, the second episode called Who's Your Daddy? And it's just... Uh, the new generation of gays don't appreciate her like the, the older generations do. Um, you know... Well, my generation, we we have a lot of uh, affection for her. I don't think we love her nearly as much as the generation before us. Um, but, you know, the new generation has, like, Britney. They have uh, Lady Gaga, definitely. Uh, and for some reason, like, they just won't get on board with Madonna. Um, and, yes, admittedly, she's pushing 60 And she has to kind of expect, um, that not everyone is into her. Um, and it's just very, very weird that, um, that that she expects them to be. I don't know, um... I don't know what else to say. I, you know, I'm not to that point yet. I, I'm personally not into younger guys. Um, so, I'm not sure quite what's going on here. Like, I don't know why Madonna feels the need to be with a younger guy. Um, I don't know if it's a vanity thing. I don't know if maybe it's... Um, you know, maybe it's just her preference. Which is okay, too. I... It, it's just one of those things to me where... I can't... It's like the Jamie Leonard thing. Like, what is it about these guys that has you so hot and bothered? Like, please explain it to me. Um, and... The fact that they haven't yet... You know, and I guess technically they don't owe me an explanation. It would be nice. That way I could... Um, figure it out. But... You know, I would like to see Madonna settle down with someone closer to her own age. 
And I would also like to see some music from her that is, I don't want to say necessarily age-appropriate, but definitely something that's more um, in line with what she used to do. She used to reinvent herself all the time. The last few albums have been so strikingly similar that you can't even tell them apart. Um, uh, Rebel Heart had its moments, like... um, Bitch on Madonna is such a campy, fun song. I would love to see more like that from her. Um, Ghost Town is just a really great ballad. Um, Unapologetic Bitch is her... Like, it's just right in in line with Madonna and what we want to see from her. But then she does things that just are like you know, like, trying to sound young and hip-hop. And I'm like, honey, sit down. Do us all a favor and and stick to what you know. Stick to the ballad. Stick to the dance. You know, go away for a little while and come back with, you know, another European EDM um, pop type of album. And that is going to do it for me tonight, y'all. I hope you have a great week. Um, I should come up with another episode in a few days. Um, Until then, cheers, and I will talk to you soon.